0: Welcome back to season two of the Wear It Boldly podcast. I hope that you had a lot of success with last week's episode. So I'm curious, would you come on over to Instagram? Come over to Wear It Boldly on Instagram and share a little bit about what you may have learned. Is there anything you have questions about? I will be in the comments later. Feel free to shoot me a DM and I will answer everything I can. This week, we are going to talk about Something that's talked about often in branding, but I'm going to give you a different spin. We're going to spend a little bit of time talking about why it's so important and then a new way of looking at it. We're going to talk about creating your ideal person, your ideal client, your ideal customer, the person you're selling your product to, whatever you want to call this person. And yes, person. We get hung up on this. So often in sales, we want to sell to everybody. We have a product that we want everyone to have. And we don't want to limit our audience because we want our product to to serve everyone. But hear me out. I want you to imagine that you are in a room full of women. And these women are from all different walks of life. We have some young mothers of young children. We have some mothers who have children going off to college. Some people are retired. Some people are in school. Some of them are highly educated and they have a degree. They're doctors, they're scientists. We have some in the trade business. We have police officers and firefighters. And I want you to try talking to them, all of them, about a single topic, just anything that they can all relate to every single one of them. And that's also something that you're passionate about that you find important or that you're good at. Can you think of one thing? I can't, I can't, I can't think of a thing where I could stand on the pedestal and start talking about something in that room full of women, full of women who are in all different stages of life, who are very different from me. I can't find one topic I can relate to with on all of them, but if I took that same room and I started talking to a few people inside of that room and I started talking to them about things that are interesting to me and to them as well, because they're in the same part of their life as I am. And I started to say, Hey, you know, why don't we form this little circle over here in this room and have a conversation? In my instance, it might be you know, mothers of young children who are living with anxiety and high stress in their lives. I started talking about, Hey, remember that one time I had, we had anxiety and and this happened and, you know, kind of made a light joke of it. They're going to love it. They're going to be able to relate. And we're going to start this little circle in the corner of the room. And they're going to start finding their friends and say, Hey, you got to come over to this circle where all these women are, who are exactly like you and me. We're having so much fun. These people are amazing. You're going to love this community. Then you have the the value that you're providing. The thing that you're providing to these people, they're going to start sharing with other people simply because they relate to you because you're talking to them. You're talking to her, that one single person. That's why this is so important. Yes, you can sell to anyone. And we all know that. But when you start to look to relate to a certain person and pull them into your community, that's powerful. That is when you start not having to work so hard to build a community. You simply speak your truth. You speak your message. You bring these people close to you and they love you for it. And they tell their friends. So how do we learn who this person is? Who is this ideal person? In all of the people I have talked to and helped with their branding, I've only found one person who didn't fit into this. And can I be honest with you? I think she's wrong. (laughs) And that's not because I am an arrogant person and I must be right. It's simply because I think if she would have taken the time to really consider her ideal person, that she would have found herself in this, in this place as well, because it is so much easier I'm going to get to my point here in just a minute, but it's so much easier to deliver content when you are living your brand and pulling people in to you, whom you can relate to, who can relate to you. So if you haven't caught on yet, your ideal person is 1,010% you, but a version of you, some version of you. Let's dive into that a little bit, shall we? She is either you now, so exactly where you are, she likes the same things you like, she has the same passions and interests you do, and you guys just want to hang and you want to go on a journey together, or this is a past version of you. In my case, that was often my ideal person and I'll explain why. I started as someone who had very little confidence in life. And my mission and my goal was always to find people who, people who might be in the same place as I was back then who needed that boost and help them to come up to where I am today, to come to this place where I am much more confident and solid in the person I am. So it was always my goal to help the people who were like me five years ago. So one of those two things is 99.9999999% of the time going to be your ideal client. Now, here's the thing that you need to start thinking about this person. You need to decide, first of all, is she you now or is she a past version of you? The exercise that I had my branding class do is to write down two columns. In one column, I want you to write down all the things that you love right now, like you just like doing your hobbies, um, your favorite TV shows, and then some other things about you, like what kind of defines where you are in your life? You know, do you have kids? What, um, or do you not have kids? Do you, um, work in corporate America? Or are you in direct sales? Are you, what are you doing? What makes you, you, are you married? Are you single? Are you living the country life and cannon your garden up? Or are you living in the big city and enjoying life there? What defines you? What makes you, you? What are the things that surround you every day and create your life? And in the other column, I want you to think back to who you were five years ago or 10 years ago, or even two years ago, look back at a past version of you and what was different about you then? Who were you then? Where were you? What were you doing? How did you feel versus how you feel now and looking at those two columns and, and really, deciding which of those people you want to serve now, hanging out with your besties as you are today, or helping someone who might need some of the things you've learned over the last few years. Now, how would that relate to say your product? The now you the you're going to hang out with right now, she's going to use your product differently than someone who was you 10 years ago, five years ago. Now you is going to use your product exactly how you use your product. If you sell um if you sell cleaning products, you can talk about if you've got kids and you sell cleaning products, you can talk about how your cleaning products clean up messes with kids. But if you're retired, maybe you're gonna talk about how you have an empty house now and you started making meals for two, and this is how you clean up afterwards. You see what I mean? You're you're tying it into different things. Whereas if it's a past you, past you is going to use your product differently. In my case, past you, I was working with helping feel confident. So whether I was selling makeup or jewelry, I was trying to help them find confidence in their appearance, you know, to give them a little bit of a boost in their appearance so that they felt more confident in who they were. Obviously it's not necessary to wear makeup or jewelry to feel confident in the person you are, but it was something I was, I found helpful myself. I found if I put on a big piece of jewelry, I just felt so much more confident. Or if I found the right lip color, I just felt really confident. So, you know, that's the stuff that I would lean into there. Or let's head back into the cleaning product angle. Maybe you were someone who didn't understand the cleaning products you needed five years ago. Maybe you did not get how to clean things properly five years ago. Maybe you didn't know something about cleaning products five years ago, and you're gonna help someone who was where you were five years ago and bring them along and educate them and help them learn. The next piece of this is giving her a visual appearance. You need to create a person in your brain who this person is. You need to be able to look at her in your mind and have full-on conversations with this woman. And that might sound crazy, but I'm gonna tell you what, it helps. It, It definitely helps when you can. Bounce your ideas off of her when you know who she is and what she looks like and what she loves and what she needs. So, what are her hobbies? How old is she? What season of life is she in? Um, Does she share your passions? Which passions? Give her a name and make her your best friend. Because now that you've created her, you can have conversations with her. You can say, you know what? I've had this new product and I would love to help you with it. How can I help you? Well, you know, she's a young mom. She's got kids and she needs some help in the kitchen. Cleaning up messes easier because she's busy. She needs the time. Well, now you know how you can help her. Make that product save her time. How does that product save her time? How does it make her life easier? So now that you have a couple of bricks in your foundation, we're building this foundation for branding. You've gained confidence in your brand by learning what passions and what things that are in your life will surround your brand, what things will encompass your brand, and how does your product fit into that. And today we learned how to create a physical person And today we learned how to create a person that you can see inside of your mind and have conversations with them, bounce ideas off of for how you can serve her. Those two things are the first two steps to creating a very solid brand and making sure that content is easy to create, that you're gaining followers faster, and that you are building longevity and sustainability in your business. Next week, we're going to talk about something that is going to change the way you create content. We are going to pull all of the things we learned together, and we're going to create something beautiful that I call content pods. And these things are going to be there for you to help you create content, learn how to pull content out of nowhere sometimes, and help you with that writer's block. When you're trying to think of something great to post, if you're part of team, we boldly, make sure you head back into the twib hub. We're continuing the conversation and getting more and more solid inside of our group If you're not, I will see you next week for episode three. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found something valuable in this episode. I will see you next week. Season two of the Wear Boldly podcast is made possible by my affiliation with Alouette Cosmetics. Alouette is aloe-based beauty that does incredible things for your skin. If you'd like to see for yourself, go ahead and go to sample.wearboldly.com and I'll send you one of our famous enzyme peels in the mail. That's sample.wearboldly.com.